welcome to Random Rambles. I'm Taja. And I'm Amy. And we're talking about whatever we want. Yeah. Yeah. I thought you were going to say more then. I was like staying quiet. And then you just full stopped it. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to see what you'd do. Okay. <laughs> Can I just honestly say, just before, we were laugh. well, I laughed a little. Taja a little. laughed. You cackled. <laughs> you didn't laugh a little. You cackled. But then I almost killed Taja. And then I put the laughing. echo on and I nearly died because you sounded like the witch out of fucking Wizard of Oz. Which is a very big compliment. Thank you. <laughs> um, um, yeah, I'll take that. But yeah, she almost died. She went red. Like red, like scarlet red I'm all very, over. I'm very glad that we don't record these ones on camera. I'm kind of not glad. <laughs> oh, rude. <laughs> would have been really funny to look back on this particular moment that happened pre-recording of this podcast. But I'd all the editing, so I would have just gotten rid of it. Yeah, true, true. Foiled my plan. Yeah. Um. <laughs> hey, look, you start editing, you can foil your own plans. That's easy. I do that all the time. <laughs> um, you said to me, just before we started recording, press recording, recording <laughs> yeah you were worried about my english <laughs> something happened in my brain where i just anyway um you said you wanted to talk about something first so I do you did. want to talk about the thing that i did heavy? so you, do you remember all the way back in our first episode we were talking about the whole colleen bellinger issue i like that you say all the way i know right all but the way look, back for us <laughs> look, for us it's a while ago because like we release one of these yeah. once a month <laughs> if that is it four? I just realised what I said. Yeah, about three or four now. Okay, so all, all the way, way back. back. Yeah. So about about three or four months ago. Yeah, because we do we only record once a month. We get a whole that's bunch. When we, that's when we have the time to actually get together. Recorded, you know, in succession, and we almost lose our voices, and we go a little bit weird at the end. We we're always weird. We're weird <gasps> at the end. Yeah. But anyway. Okay. Yes. We, I do remember what we talked about in the first yep. episode, which yep, yep, is yep. good. Yeah. So we were talking about YouTube drama, Colleen Bellinger, and how horrendous all of that was. Yeah. Well, it turns out there's someone worse. <sighs> but not be a song on like a triangle. No, there's no songs. She's actually been incarcerated. Oh. 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 <laughs> what, what did this person do? Um, so she is a Mormon family vlogger or mummy vlogger. Makes me feel uncomfortable, that whole sentence. Yeah. There's nothing about the sentence that feels right, is there? I'm just um, doing a face. She has disgust for um, playing at home. <laughs> she has six children. She has always um, had a little bit of controversy. I'm actually, I, I, I wish to change that statement. She's always had quite a bit of controversy following her around in regards to how she treats her children, uh, because she doesn't really treat them like her children. She more treats them like her servants, like like um, what's the best way to say this? She this she scary. sort of I'm runs scared. them. Yeah, she sort of runs them more like a drill sergeant. What? Yeah. So um, she has six of them. The eldest girl is 20, and then the eldest boy, I believe, is has just turned 18 or is about to turn 18. Hmm. And the youngest, I believe, is only just turning 10 or has just turned 10. Six children? Why would you? Anyway, it's sidebar. Part, I believe that that's sort of like part of their religion sort okay. of thing. Still, um, that's but, a lot of children. Yeah. Well, that's because we have our own thoughts on that. Anyway, um, <laughs> she's she's been an interesting person. Like I've never followed her channel, but I I do occasionally like to listen to like the commentary channels, 
and two of my preferred commentary channels have covered a lot of the stuff that she's done in the past. So it's like peripheral okay. knowledge. You're not like in, in, the, in the sanctum of it all? No, well, I'm not a mum, so I don't really see the point of following mummy vloggers. Again, it makes me feel uncomfortable, <laughs> that whole sentence. Mummy vloggers. It's ugh. I have... I. This is my own personal thing, but I have a real problem with people using their children as content on their YouTube channels. Yeah. Like, I follow a lot of, of daily vloggers because I quite enjoy that, but I've found that I don't like a lot of daily vloggers in, like, Australia or America. I actually prefer them from, like, Korea and Japan. Okay. Even though I can't understand what they're saying... They tend to have subtitles at the bottom, mm-hmm. and they tend to have those translated into English, so I get the gist of what's going on anyway. Sure. But they never actually put their kids' faces up. In fact, the kid uh... is like a peripheral. It's like, yeah, I'm a mum, but right now I'm cooking lunch, right now I'm cooking breakfast, right now I'm cleaning the apartment, now I need to go do this, now I need to go do that. It's like, okay, I have to get this ready for my kid. And then you'll see the kid eating it, but you won't actually see the kid like, you'll see that they're oh. eating it because they'll reach out and they'll grab it and she'll show, like, the fact that they're taking food and that, but you don't see their face. You, you're lucky to see, like, half an arm and a chest. Like, there's no... Right. You know? You can't just, like, pick them out of a lineup if you, you wanted to. Yeah, and half the time you can't actually see the face of the mm-hmm. vlogger because they'll keep it, like, below the neck. Oh. So you won't be able to pick them out of a crowd either. I like, you see crowd and I went, line up. <laughs> Well, you know, you think about it. Like, yeah. it's actually quite smart because, yeah, I'm sure that if you really, really wanted to, you could find out who they were and all the rest of it. But why would you want to? Mm. That's just weird behaviour anyway. But this particular mum, getting back to the topic on hand, this particular mummy vlogger was arrested for, um, I believe at the time it was two counts and it has since been upgraded to six counts of severe child abuse and neglect. Oh, my Including Goodness. including um, malnourishment, there was serious um, wounds to the child, attainment. So what's happened, this particular vlogger is um, by the name of Ruby Frankie. Um, her and her husband have had a channel for uh, like 10 years-ish, about that. Um, she got into controversy a while ago because of the whole issue she had on discipline and, and food. Seems to be a big thing with her. Because she, she says that her kids are responsible for packing their own lunches to go to school. But one of them at the time that was a huge problem was only like four or five years old. She's like, no, she's responsible for her own lunches and, you know, the natural consequence of her not remembering her lunches that she's just going to be hungry today. And I'm like, she's like four or five years old. Hmm. Of course she's going to forget her lunch. Yeah. She's not thinking about that. Yeah, just thinking about playtime. Yeah. She's four or five years old. Like, you know, it's... It, yeah, you can have her involved in packing her lunch, but you as the parent need to sort of make sure that she has her lunch. Uh-huh. But she didn't... Not, and the teacher rang her and said, can you please drop some food down because she's got no lunch? And she was like, no. She's just going to have to get hungry. And so that copped a lot of flack, and it turned out that it wasn't the only time that it happened. It had happened with her son as well. Right. Her younger son. Um, and... She said, you know, maybe your friend will share his sandwich with you or something, but if you mm. if you don't have food, you're just going to go hungry. But I found it interesting comparing the two situations because when with the son, she actually spoke to him and sort of – she wasn't willing to take food to him, but she was more consoling. Like, I'm really sorry this happened, that you're having to learn the hard way, that this is 
you know, that you're going to be hungry and that this isn't really fair and I'll make sure there's a good snack for you when you get home. And But with the daughter, she was like, I hope no one feeds her. I hope she just learns about this. It's like the daughter was younger. Wow. The daughter was younger than the son and she had like such a hardline stance on it. And I was like, she's like a literal child. Yeah. But just run her a fucking sandwich. Hmm. But don't need to get fancy with it. Just slap some cheese and some butter on some bread and whack it down to her with an apple. Like, Jesus Christ, lady. Wow. But um, her, her and her husband split up reportedly about 13 months ago. Okay. Mind you, this is barely the tip of the iceberg. And she kicked him out of the house. And there's been all these reports since then that the children, the youngest, because she took them out of school and was homeschooling them, and I'm using it air quotes here. Yeah, air quotes majorly. Very much. Yeah. Um, there's all these reports that she would leave them home alone for days at a time. Wow. And that the kids were now known to the neighbours to walk the streets looking for companionship. And they'd like knock on the doors of the neighbour's house that they knew had kids and be like, oh, the kid's home, can we play? And they're like, no, no, they're, they're at school where you should be. And just like, oh, I'll wait for them. Hey, hang on. <laughs> Who the hell is your mother? So, yeah, I know, the look on your face is just terrifying. <laughs> I just, the story keeps evolving and I'm scared at the, about the ending bit oh, yeah, of the story. the ending story. bit's not good. There's, <sighs> a, there's, there's a lot I'm skipping here just yeah. for time's sake. Sure, sure. She's fallen in with this other woman who purports to be a therapist. I do not believe that she is in any way, at the very least, an ethical therapist. Right. Because there's no way that anyone who takes their job seriously as a therapist, as someone, as a mental health professional, yeah. would do what this woman does. But this is this woman that, that Ruby Frankie's fallen in with. They've started their own thing together, Connections passing out life advice in that. Oh. She's also a member of the Mormon church, I believe. Mm-hmm. But they're quite hardline. I would, I dare say cultists. Like, I'm not even sure if they're following Mormon principles anymore. And I, oh. I have no idea what those principles are because I'm not Mormon, but I don't know any decent person that would behave the way that these people have been behaving. Like, they've gone out on their own, created their own... Well, I don't think that they've they've not really tried to make it like a religious foundation, but they have created like their own community Mm. and they're trying to then give out the advice that they follow to women. And they're talking about living in truth rather than distortion and that. And they're like, you know, the truth of this is this. And if you're upset about that, then you're living in distortion because the problem isn't with me, it's with you. And they're talking about how trust doesn't come from the interactions with the other person. So like, you and I trust each other enough that I've invited you into my home to do this. Yeah. To them, trust comes from within yourself. So I trust myself enough that I can extend that trust to you. And I was like, that's, that's, I trust myself in regards to being able to protect myself should something in this situation go wrong, but I don't necessarily have to trust the other person because I trust myself. That's, not how I've ever been taught that works. Huh. But yeah, there, there's all these weird things. Like, they're talking about, um, there was a woman who wrote in for advice because her daughter was having issues with her eating habits. So she was worried that her daughter was becoming anorexic or developing some form of eating disorder. And she said, your daughter's not developing an eating disorder. She's being dishonest about her eating. She's not living in truth. She's distorting your reality. You need to get harder with these things. And it's like, no, she needs to see a doctor. Yeah. They, there's, they have all of these just 
off the wall ideas about mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you find out that um, her son, her youngest son, I believe, has crawled out a window of the therapist's home. The therapist, by the way, is a lady by the name of Jodie Hildebrandt. Um, she has all of her own issues, including breaking um, ethics and having her licensing suspended for what she did. So there's there's a history there as well. Mm. Um, the youngest son has crawled out the window of the therapist's house, not the mother's, mm. the therapist's house, has gone to the neighbour, still with duct tape and marks around his wrists and ankles, and asked for food and water. They've given him some food and water, and they've rung the police. The kid has then said, no, what happened to me is my fault. He's 12. What happened to me was my fault. I wasn't behaving myself, or something along those lines. Just a heartbreaking statement. Gosh. Um, When the police got there, they got, they said, you know, we need to know where he's, you know, they've, they've released the 911 call and the guy who rang in, he actually sort of broke down on the phone because he's like, this kid's hurt. He's He's been detained somewhere. Like, this isn't right. Mm. We know which house he's come from. I'm sure there's more kids in there. Mm. And when they went through, they did a, they executed a special search warrant and they went through the whole house. Uh, they found, I believe, in the basement, a safe room. Uh-huh. And the little girl was in there. <gasps> She'd been... She'd been taped up and everything as well. Oh, wow. They were taken to hospital. And the comment from the um, neighbours was that they were just glad they were still alive because they thought body bags were coming out. Mm. So that was, oh, my God. So her and the therapist have been taken into custody. And now there's a, um, obviously, a court case going on about it because charges have been laid, six counts. The malnutrition was so bad that the charge laid against the malnutrition of the children actually includes disability and mental impairment. That's how bad it was, that it could cause disability or mental impairment Mm -hmm. because they've not received the nutrients they require in their growing phases. Mm -hmm. Some of the videos you see of this kid, even when she was still vlogging, because she stopped vlogging a while back and she was just doing this connections page, but some of the vlogging that you saw of this little boy and this little girl is just horrendous. Like, he had like bruises under his eyes like he wasn't sleeping properly and he just always looked really worn up like like really worn and tired and like like he didn't have an ounce of joy in him anymore wow broken kid yeah Mm. that's really sad because kids that young shouldn't look like that Mm -mm. they should be they should be like my nieces and nephews like happy to see the next thing happy Mm. to finish school and go home and play and you know do your homework and go out and Mm. play and get the dolls out and whatever it is that they want to do that day. This kid was just beaten down and mm. it was horrendous to see. But she's um not looking her best in church in, in the courtroom and everything. Mm-hmm. And the husband, who they've apparently been separated for thirteen months, mind you, there is years and years of video evidence of how they treated the kids together. Mm has come out and said he never had a hand in any of the abuse, which, I'm sorry, bullshit, Mm. because you had a YouTube channel documenting it. Mm -hmm. CPS was called on them multiple times by viewers of the channel, not to mention the neighbours and that, so CPS have failed them for a long time as well. Um, 
the father is attempting to gain custody. But I was watching a lawyer the other day who said that the judge made a comment to the eldest daughter and her lawyer, because the eldest daughter is now 20, mm-hmm. um, made a comment to the eldest daughter and her lawyer saying that she should file because she is of an age that could take the children in that, but that she should file so that they can keep her because they're looking because of how much the, the initial bail hearing, there was no bail mm. they, that was denied, but the initial hearing... The court website crashed. There's that much interest in this woman and what's happened. Because she is a big name in the community. She had millions of followers. And I, I, I'm i fairly certain that at least half of those followers were people following just to see if they could make sure the kids were still okay. Because the daughter came out quite a while ago after she went off to university and was living separate to the house and everything. She came out and was like, what was happening at home wasn't right. How we were being treated wasn't right. Mm. So there's been a big divide in the family. The the um, sisters of this mummy vlogger have come out and said she needed to be arrested, the therapist needed to be arrested, like none of this was right. We've been trying behind the scenes for years to get people to listen to us. It's like, hang on. Surely something else could have been done if you knew that this was that bad. So this, that's wow. So that she's got family. Yeah, she cut her, she cut her oh. parents off. She cut her sisters and, and her brothers-in-law off. She cut all her nieces and nephews and off. And from what they can say is that like this, this Jody lady apparently came into her life about three-ish years ago, and that's when her behaviour started changing. Like it, it and. I'm not saying that her behaviour was good before that. Her behaviour towards her children was still horrendous before that. Like, I would never agree with what she was doing to these kids. Mm. Like, I still think that what was happening wasn't right. Um, and the sisters also have vlogging channels. And I would, I dare say that in my own opinion, there are things that they're doing with their kids that I would heartily disagree with as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I have a real issue with, um, there's this concept that's taught to people called blanket training of the child and it's it's a concept that i very much disagree with children are not supposed to be trained to sit on a blanket like a fucking puppy dog oh god yeah okay yeah it's a big thing it was a big thing with the duggars as well and it's come up in that book and that it's yeah uh, i don't know what it is before we went out my parents my mum my dad whoever it was that i was going out with if it was both of them or one of them they always sort of sat down before we left or before we got out of the car when we were going somewhere a bit more sensitive like a doctor's office or something like that where waiting was required and they would actually outline the behavior required mm. you know we're going to be a doctor's office you need to use a softer voice you need to mm. you know you can't be running around because there's you know there's sick people and there's people that are in pain and you need to be calm and you need to use a lower voice and there's going to be toys in the corner you can play with but just remember to yeah. be calm about it and when I call your name, I expect you to come back to me. And it's not like she was ever far, like if it was mum or dad. They were never far. Mm-hmm. I was always within line of sight or in something like that. But something like a doctor's office, they always have like a kid's corner, like a crèche that you can go send the kids into to play in. And, yeah, that was, yep, there's the kids thing. Go play. I'll call you when it's time for us to go in. 
if you want to stay and stay and sit with me and read, you can do that, but we're not running around. But there was never any freaking blanket training where it's like you're going to sit on that chair, you're going to sit on that blanket, you're not going to make a noise, you're not going to move, you're not going to wiggle, you're not going to go, Mummy, I'm hungry, Mummy, I'm tired. It's like they're a kid. Yeah. And the whole purpose of having an open dialogue with your child is to build trust so that when they're older, they'll come to you with problems and not just get themselves into deeper and deeper problems. Mm-hmm. But these, yeah, there's there's a lot of issues that I have with the way that, that they've shown certain training that they give to their kids, um, certain discipline that they give their kids. Like her, her son was playing or something and he, he pulled his socks off and he sort of, sort of just tossed him to the side. He was outside. He sort of just tossed him to the side and kept playing. And then she got really cranky because his socks were in the garden and she made him go and pick them up. And then she made, like, like a drill sergeant, drop and give me tip. I'm like... He's, like, in this video, I don't know, he was, like, seven or eight years old. Wow, that's bizarre. Just tell him to go pick his socks up and put them in the fucking hamper. Like, hey, buddy, did you forget that your socks are out there? You took them off? Go and get them. They're in the garden. This is horrifying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm keeping my fingers crossed that the daughter gets them because she seems to have realised that what happened to them wasn't correct. And when you watch... The, the parts of the vlogs that I've seen, because, like, again, I'm... A, she's taken her channel down now, but B, I was never really watching them anyway, but you see the little clips that the commentators and that use. The eldest daughter was very much the actual parent to these kids. Mm-hmm. The parents were the drill sergeants. They were the disciplinarians. But she was the one that would pack their lunches, would get them out of bed, would get them dressed, would give them hugs and cuddles when they needed them, oh, would, gosh. would be praising their work, would be making sure that they're okay with things. Like, even her brother, who was only, like, two or three years younger than her, she was parenting him. Mm. Because that's what her parents have done to her. They've parentified her. They've made her be the one that's emotionally responsible for the well-being of the rest of the children. Mm. Which is, in itself, a whole different level of abuse. Yeah. But there, there was this, there was a one a clip that I saw the other day where the eldest daughter there was something wrong with her she was in a lot of pain she needed to go to the to the emergency department and do you know what the bitch does? She goes and has a shower and puts her makeup on and cleans the bathroom. She sat there for an hour and she turned the fucking camera on and was like, oh yeah, I've done this, I've done that. I suppose I should go downstairs now. It's like, oh, I'm sorry. It's such such a burden that you had a child. That was your decision, not mm. hers, yours. Mm. It's like, I, oh, I get so mad when people do the, when they do that whole, like, my child is such a burden tone. I'm like, you chose the child. No one forced this upon you. Like, oh my God. If you did, they, there are avenues. If you, if you don't believe in abortion, adoption. Mm-hmm. Like, find someone who is willing to take it. But don't, don't make it the child's fault because it's not. The child didn't make a conscious decision to be conceived. No. She's riled. She's riled up, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. It drives me insane. So there's there's all of this stuff still coming out. I really hope that the father doesn't actually get custody. Like I, I'm on the fence about it a little bit. Like in his visitation rights and that. Like yeah, okay, if the kids want to have contact with him, but he absolutely, in my opinion, co-signed her behaviour. Mm. And then. And then when she said, you need to move out for the good of our marriage, if you ever want to have a relationship with me again, you need to leave and don't contact the children. 
He did what she asked and didn't contact the children. He has six kids. I'm really sorry. But if you have made another life with someone and you have been in their lives their entire lives, this isn't like a, oh, I didn't realise that your mother was pregnant sort of situation Mm. or I signed my rights away when you were still, you know, fucking two years old or whatever, then you have a responsibility to those children. Mm. Like, I fully get that you want to make your relationship with your wife work at the end of the day if that's what this is all really about. But the kids come first in this situation to me. It's like, hang on. No, no, no. You don't get to tell me not to talk to my kids. They're Mm. my kids. Mm. They may be our kids, but they are my kids. Like, I deserve, as their mother, as their father, to have a relationship with my children as I have always had. Like, don't tell me to walk away from my kids. Mm. Like, that's the fastest way for us to get into an argument. (laughs) And then he, like, him and his lawyer are coming out and doing the whole... Oh, no, he was just he was just following what her request was. Her extremely unreasonable request that as a fully grown adult, he should have bit back at. Like, no, yeah. no, 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 no. I want them on weekends. I want them every two, every, every fortnight. I want, like, put something in. At the very least, he would have been some form of escape from the hell that they were being put through. Mm. The neighbours had come out and said that she was putting cardboard up over windows so that they couldn't see in and the kids couldn't see out. Like, it's just, what she turned the house into a jail. Yeah, she turned the house into a jail from all accounts. And now she's in jail. Now she's actually in jail. No, she's sad. still probably being Not treated really. better than the kids were. But they, they are talking about the fact that she's um, had to go into the medical ward because she's not doing too well. Mm. That she um, is completely dependent on this therapist lady. And this the therapist, Jodie Hildebrandt, her niece has come out and detailed the abuse that Jodie levied on her. And it was all the same sort of thing. Like, she had to have her mouth duct taped and she was denied food and... Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, apparently she had visions from God. I swear to God, anyone has visions from God, don't listen to them. Give them special drugs, but don't listen to them. It's not God. It's not God. It's not God. It's never God. No. It's something far worse. Unfortunately, you are not special. No. Nor you ever will be to be called. Look, I, I, I absolutely believe in a lot of historic matters. I believe in the afterlife. I believe there are things greater than we can see or comprehend. But I also think that if they're greater than we can see or comprehend, they're not going to be giving us life instructions. Especially ones that consist of beat your niece black and blue. Hmm. I think they've got more pressing things to do. There's other pressing matters if they are doing that. They're talking to people. Yeah, wouldn't they be talking to world leaders about, I don't know, making sure nobody blew each other up? Yeah. And and getting rid of the Murdochs. <laughs> Weird segue, I know. But look. Oh my god. Okay, I what have it. you got? What have you got? What have I you got? It. So, in between watching Succession, uh, the great TV show that it is, loosely loosely based on the Murdochs, Uh, 
yeah, loosely. And I and is I keep le- saying is that a legal requirement? I think so. <laughs> I, think it, I think it is because everyone loosely. that that any sort of documentation around this, it's got the word loosely, loosely. <laughs> um, around it. Um, it's, it's about the Murdochs, but it's not about the Murdochs. But it is. <laughs> Underlined in red Sorry, not sorry. Explanation points. <laughs> I mean, who else is it going to be about? It's, it's, it's basically about the succession of this guy's children uh, in a big media conglomerate. <laughs> yeah, all right. So no. here we are. <laughs> um, <laughs> Tash is just laughing away. Just her shoulders are moving up and down. This is funny. It's funny. Um, so in between watching this, uh, breaking news yesterday on all the things that Rupert Murdoch is finally stepping down from News Corp. But is he though? And handing the reins over to Lachlan Murdoch to be running both entities, so Fox and Ugh. Sky News. Ugh. Yeah, both horrendous news channels. Mm-hmm. If we can even call them news. Anyway. So I mean, I mean they, they, they deliver news, they just twist it to their own narrative most of the time. Yeah. So um another person that's Does that mean not gonna have an Australian Tucker Carson. Well, potentially. Um, because the the reports are saying that Lachlan's even more conservative than his father. Fucking hell. So I don't think they understand Tash is just completely. Sorry, my brain. She's like, I'm trying to comprehend. Actually, know what to say. I'm trying to comprehend this one. Oh Oh my god. Um. So. So yes. So. Um. A previous prime minister come on Malcolm Turnbull to talk about the succession of Lachlan. Mm. Um. In the Murdoch succession plan. Um. He has been waiting in the wings for a gigantic amount of time. Look, I, yeah, Malcolm Turnbull and Kevin Rudd never got along until the fucking Murdochs were brought into shit. I've never seen, I have never seen them in Parliament when they were actually there together. Yeah, agree on a single fucking except point. the Murdochs, except the Murdochs, and both of them coming. And weren't they in separate? Like one was Liberal, one was Labor. Like I know yes. Rudd was Labor, but wasn't Turnbull Liberal? Liberal, yes. Which means that they're on opposite. Sides of the fence, literally. Absolutely. In regards to but politics. But they can agree on this. But when it comes to the Murdochs, like, yes. Turnbull absolutely backed Rudd's yes. um, commission into the Royal Inquiry, into the friggin' the media. media. Yeah. The and the Murdochs, the Murdochs yeah. uh, hold on the media. Because I think in Queensland, they own, they own something like 80-something percent. Um, yes. And, like, across... Like, if you look at Australia as a whole, I think the number that was thrown around yesterday was 65%. Yeah, it's, of it's the a media. ridiculous amount. That's media. And they, but they buy out small stuff yeah. and so squish that it them. can't grow. Yeah. And squish them and get them so that they'll say, oh, yeah, 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 we'll keep it as is. What you're doing is great, blah, blah. And they'll rip it to shreds and then put it into their um, agenda. So, regardless of whether they were left, like, all right, they'll squish them and make them, ooh, the table is moving I'm sorry. further and further away. I'm, I'm um, yes, so uh, Malcolm Turnbull come on and um, said some pretty, pretty, I mean, I'm not even Scathing? sure. Yes, that's the word. Thank you. I was trying to think of the word. I'm watching your face and you're like, like, pretty, <laughs> trailing off. Um, yes, yeah, scathing um, remarks, but 
ultimately true and you know the sort of the news anchor come back and go of course you know it's all speculation we can't prove this blah blah um but <laughs> for legal reasons <laughs> for legal reasons yeah we've got like the lawyers like right there like you know freaking <laughs> stop out him, stop him stop him um but you know he said they played a pretty big role in the insurrection they played a pretty big role in the trump campaign a pretty big role in the absolute anger and like turmoil that the united states is in right now and 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 they're trying to do the same thing here yeah especially Um, at the moment with this whole voice vote oh yeah so the divide and conquer thing is heavily on the murdoch agenda whether or not they're what i quietly quietly in the background or if they're like very vocal depending on who the anchor and the particular thing is i don't know what the end game is because like i i fully agree in the fact that it appears to be divide and conquer tactics being used here divide the people from the elite and then just let them rip themselves to shreds yeah but what is the end goal what are they expecting to get out of this at the end are they are they expecting to have themselves crowned as the new kings of america and australia or something or is this just about amassing as much wealth as possible because at the end of the day if they absolutely rip society to shreds over this what is all of that wealth going to equal to it's not going to be worth anything because no one's going to want to bring them into their fucking farmstead when the apocalypse hits (laughs) no fucking trade you a bag of wormy potatoes is what i'll do i did temporarily think considering their position on a lot of things and how influential and whether or not they like you as a prime minister or president you know depending on what country you're in um because they're in uk australia and um america that's their base yeah um so i this is scary thought and I, i had that yesterday was I'm wondering whether one of the Murdochs actually want to run for a president spot. Or a prime minister. Yeah. Probably. Because the end game would be ultimate power, wouldn't it? That's yeah, so, ultimate. You're so, controlling so I was the media. Right. They want to be crowned the king of America and the king, or the king of Australia. Yeah. Yeah. So whether or not it's Lachlan or it's his other idiot brother or it's his mm-hmm. sister. Um, don't you know about the sister? James? James? Mm, I think that could be a packer. Oh, yeah, that's Packer, isn't it? James Packer. James Packer. We're getting now yeah, people's it. confused. That's the other family that owns the rest of it. Yeah, basically. And I mean, they're at war at any given time anyway. But <laughs> look, people. That's been happening our entire lives. We said we weren't going to get frustrated and angry in this episode. but I like, never said any <laughs> such thing. <laughs> Last episode, I feel like we said, next time we won't get riled up. Well, I'm riled up, people. Just saying. Because this horrendous media conglomerate needs to die in a ditch. Oh, definitely. Because we can't have monopolies of shit like this. It's just not okay. It's not okay the spewing of the hate but I think and the division. But I think that's why they're trying to push all of those really heavy-handed laws in regards to like social media and YouTube and, mm. and um, political cover in those realms. And that's, that's probably why like um, Friendly Geordies... He's a bit off the wall. He's a YouTube comedian slash political. Are you doing air quotes again? Kind of like I don't always find his comedy funny. Okay, like that, that, right. it, it comedy is subjective anyway. But sure, sure. I do watch his political videos because he brings a completely different angle to it that you see on the on the news and that. And he's mm-hmm. he is um, and he will admit himself. He has definitely admitted in the past that he is biased towards Labor. Yeah, but that won't stop him calling them out if he doesn't agree with what they're doing. And I think that's healthy. Yeah. That's like you, a healthy... you can absolutely prefer one thing over another and still see yeah. something that they're doing wrong and want to 
correct it yes. or, or at least point it out. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I find that very healthy. But he was sued. Mm. Um, and he was absolutely by, trashed. By the Murdochs? No, he was, oh. I believe it was John Barillaro from oh. New South Wales Parliament. Oh, okay. He was the Remember? deputy, he was the deputy, deputy premier. Yeah, okay. But Barillaro was, um, <laughs> the, him and, there, there was a long history there. Um, Geordie's actually ended up renting out Barillaro's Airbnb property and filming a segment there. And he did it, the, the best part of that, like I watched that video, the best part of that whole thing was the fact that he did it all above board. He contacted, he went through Airbnb, he contacted them and he said, this is, like, we want to film here, this is my name, this is what we want to do. Mm-hmm. And they said, yeah, no worries. And it wasn't until after the video came out that Barillaro was like, you never told us about any of this. And he's like, yeah, I do. I've got the fucking, you know, it's right here, mate. Like black and white print. I told, I sent it all through. The fact that you don't like it doesn't mean that I didn't actually say to your team, this mm-hmm. is what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and yeah, he got he got sued. His, um, his producer got sued. His producer is a freaking uni student. Aww. And his producer actually had his house raided. Oh, bloody hell. By the local anti-terrorism group. I knew that's what you were going to say. I knew it. <laughs> so he's like, what the hell? His, he, they were essentially assaulted yep. while it happened. Like, it's, it's all been caught on camera because yeah. they, he, the producer was like, you need to, you need to film what's yeah. happening here. Yeah. And they, yeah, they, um, they had to crowdfund for the defense because of what was happening Mm. and even like the police commissioner i believe was off like caught off side by it because he was like what the hell is going on here Mm. why is this why is this sort of stuff being they were trying to get him for like stalking and targeting barilaro right and in the end they were able to prove that the the producer this uni kid had like only ever seen him twice he'd not contacted him (laughs) outside of a professional capacity He'd he'd been coming like cutting across a park or something, coming home from uni or or some form of engagement, and he'd seen him, and so he approached him and was like, "Hey, what do you think about this?" Because you know, part of his job working with the friendly Geordies team was being yeah. up to date. Yeah, part of me being up to date on all of that sort of stuff, and they were like trying to use that one time as evidence of stalking. And he's like. No, I really don't give a shit out about you outside of my job. This, this is, is how sad. I pay for uni. <laughs> this is really sad. Yeah, but that was the abuse of power because it, it actually ended up, I believe, going to commission or almost going to commission in regards to an abuse of power because Barillaro mm. redirected an anti-terrorism group to look at a uni student who didn't agree with him politically or was working for someone who didn't agree with him politically. Oh, my God. And Murdoch's media covered mm. it as if the uni student was a fucking terrorist. Yeah. It's like, no, anyone with half a brain and a YouTube link can figure that out. But, but that but that's them to a T, isn't it? That basically sums up Murdoch media. Yeah, because they liked Barilaro because he was able to, Yeah, yeah. you know, he was happy to work with them. And I think that's it's the same over any government in Australia, state um, or or federal, if they like you, if you're working with them, mm. then you get all this favourable coverage. As soon as you go against them, they flip the, the narrative, they flip the script, and you're all of a sudden fucking the devil incarnate. Yeah, absolutely. And the amount of people that just fall right for it. They love it. They love it. Their base loves it. Yeah. Loves it. But have they realised that a lot of their base is dying out? 
Well, Quite, I some don't think they realize that actually. Because it's like they're holding on for grim death. Yeah. To be honest. Because it's like I know that there's there's a certain particular age group that really loves it because they're not used to the new media and they don't watch a lot mm. of it and all that yeah. stuff. Um, like how people like Alan Jones and talkback shitty hosts like that I've that never just talkback radio. Read I'm the sort of person that ideas. I, I drive to work in the morning and the announcer comes on and he's like, welcome to the morning radio. And I'm like, shut up, shut up, shut up, give me my music. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, they are becoming few and far between talkback hosts, especially the Alan Joneses. Wants, like, you'd rather oh. listen to a podcast that is at least, you know, tailored towards what you want to listen to. Absolutely. Or by a host that you can stand listening to. Yeah. Then listening to someone who's being paid a stupid amount of money to talk, like, what was that? Oh, freaking, was it 97.3 or whatever? Or, or is it now 94.9 or whatever it is? Um, <laughs> You're telling me the story. <laughs> as I had that, sh- oh, and I hate saying it like this, but it was that woman, um, Robin. Robin? Uh, I think it was Robin. I don't know. But she was always talking about, like, um, her kids and her husband, but it was always sort of like, oh, I have to do this today. And I'm like, fucking hell, lady. Yeah. Like, I, it's five o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I don't give a crap. I really don't give a crap. Put my fucking music on. Let me drink my coffee. I don't want to listen to you complaining about the fact that your husband is going to be home late and you've got to look after your kid. Yeah. Because, again, they were your life choices. You don't have to be married. <laughs> you don't have to have a child. Just And you've chosen to do it. Everyone. But I just... At five o'clock in the morning, I am not prepared enough for my day. <laughs> She's really be listening isn't. to someone else complain about their life. No, I learned not to go into the office before six o'clock. <laughs> well, in in, in my defense, I didn't start till six. So, <laughs> in my defense, I had a separate office to you. Like I was in a completely different building. Yeah, but so it, it was fine until like six um. thirty. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yes, so uh, the succession planning is finally happening with the Murdoch family. So Lachlan must be ecstatic about stepping into his dad's shoes. Now, mm. keeping in mind 90, um, Rupert Murdoch, I don't know his actual proper age, so that's oh, why I trailed off. But um, he's, have a look. he's up there. Um, he still wants to have a couple of other roles in oh, the business. So I, he, he won't does. be completely moving away from oh look someone's already googled it no. someone's also googled how many wives he's had he's 90 fucking dude see okay so um, fucking hell mate retire already no he can't because it's his business he needs to be across all the things he's the dude the dude um at one point jerry hall um for those playing at home was a beautiful woman is a beautiful oh, woman yes um Look at the age difference. Definitely, uh, he was batting way above his. Oh, he's always batted way above his belt. That's that's called dollars, dollars, bills, baby. But Jerry's <laughs> already very rich in her own right, so I'm not really sure because she was. Um, I don't know whether it's married, but definitely with Mick Jagger for quite some time. So, look. She didn't need the money. No, no, no. I don't mean that, like, she married him for the money. I oh. mean that he was able to move in those circles because of his money. Oh, I get it. Okay, sorry. For a minute, I was like, she definitely doesn't need any more money. I don't, I don't think any of his wives have actually needed the money. I think it's just a case of the fact that he only had the ability to meet them because he had the money. Gotcha. Okay. Right. Understood. 
Um, Except maybe his first wife. I don't know what her situation was. I'm not sure either. But they were only married for... A year? No, no, no. Um, A little over 10 years. Looks like here it says they were married in 1956 and they divorced in 1967. Okay. So, what, 11 years, if that? Ish. Ish. Yeah. Because there's always a separation that comes before that. But I love how fast he moves on because he married... The next woman, according to Google, because, like, you know, I don't know enough about this man. No. He married He married his next wife, Anna, in 1967, yeah. and they divorced in 1999. Yeah. Um, and then his next wife after that, Wendy, was 1999 to 2013. Mm-hmm. And then he finally, finally had a bit of a break <laughs> and married Jerry Hall in um, 2016. Yeah. And they divorced last year, according to this. Yeah. Did they yeah. divorce? Uh yeah, that's a good question. Did Look, they divorce? <laughs> for our people playing at home, um, you're probably screaming at the podcast going, you bozos, you should know that. Look, no, we no, don't no, like no. to know too much about our arch nemesis. Look at me. That's giving them far too much freaking hold over me. Yeah, <laughs> just, I just... I don't want to have anything to, to do with him. too much on the Murdochs. But, um, yeah, for those playing at home, they're, it's not... A good organization they definitely don't have balance they claim they do they do not have balance in their media whatsoever oh yeah and no they divorced a... okay and now he's um, freaking engaged again yeah he's 92 shouldn't be getting married at 92 needs to slow down is he gonna have more kids oh god don't say it <laughs> um <laughs> i know i thought about that as soon as it exited my don't mouth <laughs> say it so look um interesting times ahead especially with <laughs> Sorry, I just saw his quote here where he's like, oh, I dreaded falling in love, but I knew this would be my last. It better be. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It better be. <laughs> Look, you're 92, man. You need to you need slow down. Chill out. Put your feet up. Have a um, tang. At this I point, know. I wonder if he's just one of those people that, like, if he does ever fully retire, it's like the next day he's going to die. You know, you know those people that, like, as soon as they sort of stop... Yeah, true. ...everything's over. But I think it's actually... so much of themselves into their work. ...an element of control. Oh, yeah. I'd say he is one of the most controlling people that I've ever heard of. Yeah. And I think to... You know, they keep talking about um, his checkered past. You know, he's a great man with a checkered past. Look... What? Yeah, that's what was coming up yesterday on different news channels. Oh, just I, call him an asshole. I, yeah. Um, so look, we'll get off the Murdochs now because I'm sort of sick of talking about it, but I thought just for FYI for everybody, um, they're not in any way slowing down, uh, with their media. They, I'm sure Lachlan will be aggressive with, um, taking over and, um, acquiring more, more media that are trying to do, you know, be balanced and whatnot. And then it's going to take them over as well. So watch the space, um, with that. I mean, even, um, the Fox channel, um, there's a few celebrities that come out, and I don't think it was this year, but they regretted joining the Fox um, channel to have their shows on because they were so controlling with what the particular, um, what the direction of different shows that they were wanting to do. They had certain ideas and then sort of feel like they had as much freedom with, you know, what they wanted to actually put out there as episodes. Um, so that's also a bit of a warning sign, really, if you can't even put a TV show or a movie together without input from the Murdochs and or their team, Mm. you know, 
So it's surprising The Simpsons lasted so long on the Fox channel. Yeah, I think that, but to be honest, I think The Simpsons was its own cult by that point anyway. Oh, so, so yeah, there was, so very, there was very little that they would have been able to do. Like if they stepped in and tried to start changing things, The Simpsons would have been like, okay, well, we'll option elsewhere. Yeah, true. Um, and they knew that they, it was one of their biggest money makers. Yeah. So it, it would have been like, okay, well, we can lose millions or we can just let them do what they want. True, true. I mean, good for them. The Simpsons, I'm, I'm meaning, not them as in the Murdochs. Never them. I'd never cheer them. Um, <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. It's, it's really bad for you to hold that. I know. <laughs> I need to really, like, let my feelings be heard about this. Murdochs suck. Um, and I just hope that the rest of the country who does enjoy, ugh, doing a face, enjoy their media, some of their base whatever that looks like wakes up and goes actually this is trash this is not healthy to be listening to this and the best part of all this is you can actually you've got the power people have the power they can just switch it off yep change the station don't buy the newspaper go to youtube get rid of news.com off your phones like just get rid of it i don't have it I don't think I've ever had it. I've never had news.com either. But I'm just saying, if they were thinking they've got all this access, you know, like we're here, there, and everywhere across everybody, well, actually, no, you're not. You're not. No, you don't have to be. That's it. It's very simple to turn that sort of stuff off. Yeah. And and but people need to be cognizant of the ability because we have alternates now. We have so many alternates now, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you just you've got to understand that it's an it's an argument that we have in our own family. But that that all comes down to PR too. They're everywhere. They are everywhere. But speaking of PR. Oh, good segue, Pally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. let's get rid we're of the Murdochs. We're getting better with this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's move on. I don't um, want to be riled we, anymore. We, yeah, we can we can tell who's following which news sources because mine is about Sophie Turner and Joe Jonas and oh, that whole schmozzle that's yes. coming out. Yes, yes. I have I admire I admire our girl Sophie. She's a Me too. She is a Perhaps. absolutely stunning woman. And she is very much coming into her own. And I mean, I think sure, she's yeah. always had some idea of the level of um, influence that Game of Thrones has given her as a person. Absolutely. But I, I, I think that Joe Jonas was not as cognizant of that. And mm-hmm. I think that it's right come back and bitten him right up the ass. He's a bit of a dipshit, really, isn't he? He is. I've have you ever, <laughs> like look? I've never followed him. I've never followed his band. I never like. I didn't grow up with the Disney Channel, so it wasn't a thing. Like I didn't have. I think we've said this. We're not. We weren't rich. No, both both houses. We're not rich. We're not Disney Channel. <laughs> it was free to air. Or yeah. nothing. Saturday morning Disney at best. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. And that was generally what Mickey's fucking treehouse or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Looney Tunes was more often because that was what was licensed for free to air TV. Yeah. But, I like in all in saying that is that I was never one of the the girls that was caught up in that in that hype, and I think that he's might be just a little bit too young too, so I was probably a little bit phased out to be. Too, I think we missed too much attention. I think we missed the hype of Jonas because I think it was more like Backstreet Boys and NSYNC for me rather than yeah. fucking the Jonas Brothers. They were around, but I just nah. I, no. I don't know whether it was. I just think a the bit first after. time I really heard about them, they'd already broken up, and someone was doing that cake by the ocean or whatever it was. Oh yeah, DNC. Yeah, that one. D D N A C. Yeah, I don't know. D N C E. Whatever it was. Those are the letters. I keep on hoping. Cake by the ocean floor. Yeah, that one. I think that was like the first one I ever heard, and then I was like, oh, I wonder who these people are. That's quite catchy. Yeah. And then yeah, it's one of the Jonas Brothers. But anyway, um. 
I really don't, <laughs> I really don't anyway. think that he had any idea of the actual powerhouse that she was. I think he thought that he was bigger than she was. No, definitely not. No. And there's, But the thing is, is that she has more leverage internationally. Maybe yes. in America he was more popular, but yeah. she has more leverage internationally. It might be a bit like Chris Hemsworth and Elsa pa- pa- oh, Pataki. Yeah. Pa- yeah. I'm, I'm really sorry if I'm butchering that. It, but he, it, isn't it? He... Yeah. yeah. But, um... Like, she's massive back in her home country and then he's massive in America and Australia. Yes. And so they sort of had to get to terms with the power level in their relationship because there wasn't really much of a power struggle, but, like, outside of her home country, she was often known as Chris Hemsworth's wife. Yeah. And then he had to get to terms with the fact that whilst in her home country, because I think, is she um Brazilian? I wouldn't. I wouldn't even. Yeah, it might be a Google. Thing. I know. It's like, I, I it's, it's like it's she's. Um, uh, but Spanish, Spanish, Spanish. I mean, even looking like the Jonas Brothers are going to tour Australia very shortly. They've got a tour, a full. Oh, they've uh, Madrid. She's from Spain. There you go, Madrid. Yeah. Um, but in Spain, then he was known as her husband, mm-hmm. and not the other way around. Yes. But. It, I mean, they're both brilliant in their own right. Yeah, just both like as them. actors and as people, and they've they've come to a balance in their relationship. I would say, mm-hmm. like, you can see in the way that they interact. You can see, like, even in candid family photos that they occasionally share on Instagram and stuff like that. Like, mm. they've found their own way of navigating that. Mm. I'm not so sure that Joe and Sophie ever did, because mm. yeah. they're talking about the fact that this whole thing started with an argument on his birthday. And then she now found out about the divorce through the media. Yeah. TMZ, of all things. Yeah. And he's like, and Which now, then and now, now, the question. now she's TMZ suing still him. a thing? <laughs> yeah, apparently. Apparently they have a YouTube channel. Like, what? Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway. But anyway. <laughs> but, um, yeah, he's um, put in the divorce filing and everything. But it, it's now come out because she's now filed because he's refusing to return the children's passports. He's filed in a Florida court, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and the Florida court has an immediate when the when you file for divorce and there's children involved. I believe that the Florida court has an immediate, um, no like basically no no movement rule. Mm-hmm. So the children can't be taken by one parent or another and sequestered away. But the, there's a problem with that. Mm-hmm. The children have to have been a residence for at least for six months, right? Um, uh-oh. And they were moving to to England. They had all it had all been sorted in April, and she's been able to put in the documents suing for for custody of the children and the return of their child like of their passports because they had enrolled them in school and school is starting back up. Mm-hmm. So they're not going to be for, in school anymore because he's detained them in America. Oh, they've bought a house. She's been able to provide all of this, but I love the fact that they've been coming out with all of these stories about her, mm-hmm. how she's a wild child when it's been well documented that he's the one that goes out and she's the one who stays home. She's such a homebody. That's so well documented. Yeah. Mm. And she's like, oh, Joe's not here right now. He's doing this thing. And But even if you like to go out a little, like, who the fuck is? If you go to a rap party because you've been working for the last six months and everyone's celebrating the fact that it's all done and everyone can go home back to their families now, yeah. that's not actually being a party girl. Mm-mm. That's spending time with your colleagues in celebration. Like, But this oh. bad mother trope. Oh, I hate it. The minute, like, things go a little bit south, if that's what you want to say, 
and then it all comes back on the mother. But oh, but blame the even, mother, blame the but wife. It's not even that. Like if you go back and have a look at all of his previous relationships and then the foray of the the breakdown of the relationship in the media, he always, always somehow finds a way to make it her fault. Yeah, of course. Yeah, blame blame. He blamed Taylor, woman. he blamed um other I don't know who whoever it was that like you go back and you can see it now. It's yeah. like every time they've broken up. And someone actually came out and said that that's a byproduct of the religion he grew up in because they they were part of that whole purity culture thing where they had the rings and oh, the pledges and right, all of that like right. the evangelicals and that. Yes, I remember this. It's all come flooding back. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and so she's saying that in his mind because it, like a lot of that is um because he, he can't be at fault. Because if he's at fault, he's broken his promise to God. But if she's at fault, he's not broken his promise. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's okay. okay. <laughs> but I just, I love the fact that she has stayed silent through all of this and everyone's been poking holes in his stories anyway because they're like, well, no, because it's been well documented that she's a, a homebody. Even when she's out on set with people, she was more likely to be like, no, 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 you guys go on and stay here and yeah. rest. And, and so it's like, okay, well, that's failed said and then they've got the um the fact that she didn't have the kids with her she's you know gallivanting around england she's in england working on a project yeah she's filming his tv series and she's hanging with taylor swift leave her alone yeah she flew back to new york because they had a pre-arranged agreement for him to give the kids to her in new york because he would then go on and finish the leg the last leg of his tour but she'd finished filming so she'd take the kids back to england mm get them settled into home and get them ready for school mm. because she wasn't the project at all wrapped up by that stage. And so she would have them full time rather than him having them during the day and the nanny having them at night. She would then be with them the whole time. This is exhausting. Yeah. And I'm not actually in this relationship. Yeah. yeah. This is exhausting. Like all the logistics of it. <laughs> but so this is what's going on. So she's now suing for that because she's saying that he's illegally detaining them and everything. Mm-hmm. She's put in something um she's filed in i can't remember if it's new york or florida but she has filed in an american court over it and um she has also filed in an english court because the english don't don't play around with that shit Mm -mm. so she's filed but the thing is is that the children are actually dual nationality because she is english yeah weirdly enough weirdly enough (laughs) she is english so the children are actually dual nationals yeah so I don't think he took that into account either. Mm-mm. So it's, it's yeah, the photos of her going out with Taylor Swift have gone viral. Like, I I reckon seconds after they were posted, everyone yeah. was talking about it. Like, to be a fly on the wall at that dinner. Can you just imagine? Like, oh, my God, I want to know what they were chatting about. The custody battle of Taylor Swift, basically. That's what it She's going to be their new best friend. She's gonna she's gonna be the best aunt those kids have ever had. Absolutely. Oh my <laughs> she's, gonna, she's gonna be showing up with those cats. Yes. <laughs> All these toys. Oh my god, she would be amazing. I could see us being. Do you friends. want a kitten? I can get you a kitten. <laughs> it's gonna yeah. be the cutest kitten you've ever seen. Yeah, Joe Jonas needs to get a reality check, I think. I think he's the one who needs to calm down. 
Because karma's going to get you. Oh my god, yes. But my favourite part about all of it is that she's filed in court. She's not said anything to the media. She has put these filings into court. But the thing about that is that those are public record, which means that they're public knowledge, right? It's gone in, someone's pulled out the filings and they've read it on freaking the internet. Yeah. So now it's everywhere. And his camp come back and they're like, oh, we wish that she would have kept this more private. Bitch, you went to the media first. You were the one coming out here talking about how shit of a person she was, despite issuing a joint statement that you both, you love and respect each other and you're working on co-parenting. And then turned around and was like, she put them in the tall cupboard and I couldn't reach the glasses. Get a fucking stool, you little, little man. I could see, unfortunately, with the Jonas Brothers, I could see none of these relationships working. Unfortunately. I, reckon, I, I'm, I think that, is it Priyanka? And Nick? Yeah. yeah. I think there's maybe the only one that might work. So, long term. Watching... Because I think that there is actually a genuine level of respect between the two of them. Mm. Well, this is just going off um, a little show I like to watch, Indian Matchmaking, on Netflix. Just a little plug. What? Yeah. <laughs> that exists? Yeah, it does. I need to watch Netflix it's more. <laughs> actually, fabulous. Sidebar. Like, I don't think I've turned my Netflix on in months <laughs> so anyway how how the Jonas Brothers and everyone fits into this Indian matchmaking thing okay is this matchmaker she's doing it forever and she's fabulous um she goes to a face reader I okay Taj's face is doing <laughs> you read that something um, and she shows pictures of couples so the people that she's going to match make and he'll read their faces. I the just got a bit busy. Sirens going on outside. Someone's done something naughty. Um, of the potential matches and whether or not they'd be a good fit astrologically, and whether or not they'd have a I short term. You're like trying to calm me down. Like, I can't work with there because my face obviously gave away my thoughts there. <laughs> it's like I'm a cat trying to like just that's okay. wow. It's all right. Um. And then they, she got pictures out of um, Nick and forgot their name, Priyanka. Priyanka, um, and said, "Would this be a lasting match?" Just out of interest, you know, the face reader said, "No, they do not align whatsoever with culturally, spiritually. They even their zodiac signs don't complement each other. So it will be a short-lived thing." And I thought, interesting. Yeah, see, I want to go to a face reader. Oh my god, I don't even know what that is. But <laughs> he's eighty-five percent correct. That's his like success rate. Okay, but my my whole my, <laughs> okay. I still don't know what it means. What does it? What he's doing? But I, I have a few issues because. <laughs> first met when they first got like married and everything mm. technically they didn't align culturally technically they didn't align religiously technically yeah. they their star signs probably weren't complementary either i don't know do leo and aquarius complement each other you'd have to ask somebody else a face reader that i don't know what to <laughs> <do>. <laughs> but 
if you might need to find okay. out the name and send the, them a quick email. Oh my god, just send them a photo. These <laughs> are my parents. Do they align in long term? So interesting. Just tell them. Just send them photos of couples that you know the long term outcome of, and like yeah. be like, how, how good really are you? But like technically, they didn't align in any of those areas. Mm-hmm. But it's you know working yeah for mm-hmm. a very long time like every couple has their issues and so sure. have they but they i reckon that their marriage is probably stronger than it has than it ever has been yeah and they they're enjoying the fact that they're now both retired they're now you know they're spending time more time together than they've ever been able to they're spending time with the grandkids like they've 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 literally like taken the caravan and taken the grandson for two weeks fishing for the school holidays because yeah. they're like we can do that now and it is so awesome it's like their relationship has really come into its own. Yeah, and yeah. But, I mean, they, not that it wasn't before, but no, like no, no. the but time they've they spent a long time. When when my brother and I were children, my father always said to us that, you know, you're our kids and we will do anything for you. But to me, your mother comes first. You know, to me, your father comes first because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, when you are full grown adults and you have your own lives and you move out, we are still together here living and we don't want to look at each other one day and see a stranger mm. our lives cannot revolve around you permanently Mm-mm. because that if we do that is exactly what will happen yeah and as soon as we were old enough to understand that it was like oh yeah look, that makes sense yeah you know because you're not going to explain that to a, to a young young child no. but like when we were sort of coming into like the pre-teens and the teen years yeah, it's like yeah, you yeah. know your mother and i have to spend time together we have to be together we have to have you know, um, aligning values on things because at the end of the day, you and your brother will grow up, you'll have your own families, you'll move out of home, mm-hmm. and then it's just us. And I don't want to look at my wife, who I love dearly, or my husband, who I love dearly, and be like, no, who are that? you? <laughs> yeah, who are you? <laughs> yeah. And and they have, they have done that, and they have been true to that, and I... I honestly, I think that's why their relationship has gotten stronger and stronger over the years mm-hmm. because they have always put each other first. You know, my mum went through cancer and my father's response to that was to become an overly protective freaking bear. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, it was like, it was nice for me yeah. and for my brother to yeah, see, of course. you know, that, yeah, he's one of those, because the percentile of men looking after women in critical illnesses like that is stupid small. Super rare. Yeah. Mm. And it was really nice to see that he was one of that small percentage. Like, yeah. you know, um, I'm not going to fall apart and walk away because I can't deal with the emotional trauma here. It was like, no, no, no. Yeah. I will hold everything together because you need to focus on yourself right now. Yeah. That's exactly what I'm going to do. And he did because, like, she got crazy because it, it mm. impacts more than just 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 medical treatment. It impacts everything oh, in man. life. Absolutely. And so, like, it was really nice to see that. And I think... You know, because my mum is European, she's Dutch, and my father is out and out Australian, and a lot of people won't see that that's a huge cultural difference, but it is, especially Mm -hmm. in the time that they got married, because, like, mum had never had a roast, Mm -hmm. like a roast dinner before, that that wasn't a thing in their household. Yeah, yeah. Dad taught her to cook a roast. Yeah. And it became one of her favourite meals because it's so easy to put together. (laughs) Children walking around, it's like just bang the roast in the oven. It's tasty. It's delicious. It's nutritious. It's fine. Mm, Roasts. Mm, There's no there's no Yorkshire puddings. This is Australia. Yeah, yeah, no. (laughs) I've never. You know, I've never had one. I'm really interested to try one. I've had one on my plate. Oh, 
But you didn't need it. it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I know. I don't know. Just I think I was too young. And I was just like, oh, I don't really know what that is. It's a bit thing. weird. I'm, I'm not going to have it. I'll just have to eat around I'm the really, delicious roast. I'm really curious about them. So I like, I want to try one, but I've never had one. The only ones that I've seen out here are the frozen ones. Yeah, me too. Actually. And I'm like, I'm a little bit worried about that. And I don't like, there's this whole thing about having to have the oil the right temperature in the oven and that. And I'm like, I'm uh, not fucking with hot oil in my oven right now. I'm just going to have to find someone who's going to cook them for me. <laughs> okay. We need to find an English person. Well, my best friend's English. Okay. But I think that it was her father that did it, and he's unfortunately not with us anymore. Oh, damn. Okay. Um, well, I'm sure there's more than one person that can do this. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, we'll, I'm sure we'll try them eventually. Maybe we just need to take a holiday to London and broadcast from there. Ooh. <laughs> then we could really get involved with Murdoch Media. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll go to the pub and ask everyone how they feel. <laughs> how do you feel about Brexit? Hmm. <laughs> just <laughs> Ten <it>. years on. <laughs> but... Like, I, I think that if you're willing to actually work to come together in those things, then those differences can actually be complement. Because you, you're yes. trying things from other culture and you've got someone to sort of lead you through it and it's a two-way path, right? Yeah. You, you're not just travelling in one direction. You're able to go backwards and forwards and see new things with different eyes because, like, um there's a lot of things that my father loves about Dutch food mm. and Dutch drink and Dutch culture mm. that he never would have even known existed. Yeah, exactly. But And there's a lot of things about Australian culture that my mum has learned, not just because she lives here, but because dad showed it to her. Yeah. You know, there's, there's things that we did that there's, there's things that I have a really weird perspective on now because I've had a dual nationality household. Yeah. And now my mum speaks English. She's been here since she was a kid, so she speaks English, but her parents had to learn English yeah. as adults, and so the predominant language in their household was still Dutch. Yep. And so, it, you know, there's things that, there's words <laughs> that I've grown up only knowing the Dutch version of because that was, because my mum had to learn it at school, and so it's like yeah. it's still two different things in her head. Absolutely. And so if she didn't know the English word for it, she would use the Dutch word for it. And then my dad has become so comfortable with it that, he knows what that word means, so he doesn't correct her. Yeah. And then my brother and I are sitting here going, but that's not what that's called. <laughs> <laughs> Although I absolutely love um, Troy, Troy's reaction. Hey, Troy! <laughs> I don't think he listens to this podcast, but <laughs> I absolutely love his reaction when I'm talking about, like, um, so Christmas is coming up, and one of our big family treats at Christmas is that we will have fresh croquetta, which is like a deep-fried mm-hmm. And it's delicious. Mm-hmm. You have it with mustard. And mm-hmm. oh my God, I love it. And my mm-hmm. brother likes it. Like it's a big family thing. Uh, my sister-in-law, I don't think, likes it so much. Okay. Or it's the kids don't like it. Uh, somebody. You know, it's, it's something that, they, that we really only have once a year. But it's, yeah, it, you know. <laughs> we were talking about all the foods and things the other week. And he's like, I swear you just make up names for things. Yeah. And I'm like, just because you don't know what it is doesn't mean it's made up. <laughs> How rude to write a complete culture. <laughs> it's like, I swear, language. Just, I swear you're just making words up. It's like, because I was um, talking to one of the drivers about the difference between croquetta and bitterbollen. And he's like, you're making words up. Mm. Like, just seriously, you're just making words up. And I'm like, just stop talking. Yeah. <laughs> Shut your mouth. <laughs> um... So I don't, I don't, I don't, like, I don't know. I like the fact that they had the two ceremonies to, to like, honour each other's culture. Mm. And I like 
they're constantly, from what I've seen, because like I don't follow them very closely, but they constantly seem to be supporting each other in things. Yeah, yeah. Whereas I never really saw that with Sophie and Joe. Like they did crazy things Not together. Segway. They had that Las Vegas, they had that Las Vegas uh, wedding, um, but mm. you never really heard him shouting out her projects. No. I think I've heard her shout out more of his projects than I've heard him shout out her projects. But again, I don't follow them closely. No. I mean, a lot can be said. My celebrity followage is literally, oh, that's nice as it comes across my Instagram feed and then I move on to the next freaking, oh, that's a really pretty photo. <laughs> <laughs> um, I pick and choose what sort of is on um, myself. Like, I don't really watch the news. Now, I say the news. The news can mean any whatever you want. Really? Oh, yeah, like if, an, if, if a story comes sort of through comes, on my TikTok or my yeah. YouTube or something and it looks like I click on it and be like, what happened? Yeah. Or like if yeah. it's something like really big, like my phone will send me an alert from the news things, like um, natural disasters, mm-hmm. things like that. The the news that I get the most amount of um, notifications for is actually archaeological news because I find history really interesting. Oh, and that's I like cool. Seeing what digging up. So it's like I know more about recent dig finds than yeah, I yeah. do about pop culture. <laughs> And even then, I've got a stupid amount of pop culture knowledge because I've spent <laughs> so much time on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Um, I like that. I like that we, we really crossed a lot of different topics off the list And most today. of them were pop culture like in the fact that they're current media. Very items. current. Um, I'll try not to mention the Murdochs again next episode because uh, <laughs> they don't need any more airtime. But uh, yeah, more of an FYI. Um, but we've covered up a lot today. Yeah, I feel I feel happy with today's episode. We started off a little bit angry, a little bit worked up, a little bit well, a little, a little bit, bit shocking. A little bit to be honest, <laughs> the shock shock central that whole story. Oh, yeah. um, I, it will develop. So I might, you know, depending on how it develops, I might share some more information yeah. on it down the line because we're still awaiting her proper her first proper court appearance. Yep, which um, I believe was supposed to be last week, but. It was pushed back until October because of the overwhelming amount of discovery, which means that there's so much shit for the lawyers to go through that they need more time to go through it. Well, okay. So there's a couple of, yeah, we'll update on different things if they need said updates. But yeah, um, we covered off a lot. Uh... (laughs) We'll we'll probably definitely be updating on the Jova, (laughs) so for sure. Um, But yeah, Uh, thanks for listening. Mm -hmm. And we will. Or friend. Well, we seem to have more friends on this podcast than another one. That might be because it's not such a niche topic. No. It's just random. It is random. And yeah, we cover off a lot of random things, which is really great. So um, until next time. And we hope you all enjoy and uh, leave us a comment. Let us know if there's anything you want us to talk about. We would love to have some engagement with you all. Yeah. Um, especially if there's more of you all, <laughs> like out there. Yeah. Like, give, us, give us a topic. Show us something weird. Yeah. Don't, not 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 gross weird. No, Just don't get gross. Um, <laughs> we like paranormal. <laughs> we do like the paranormal. Maybe we we'll talk about that really next talked time. about that. Yeah, that would probably be a good launching block for next episode. Yeah, actually, yeah. Um, see you on the flip side, people. Catch you all later.
You will find out.